listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Uh, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. <laughs> oh. So, uh, well, we've, we've had some outside world, if you'd like to keep oh, up yeah, with I that, Oh, yeah, I always like to hear what's going on out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. me and uh, David Badil once had golf lessons in Portugal. Did you? Just, you start with the show of his anecdote. Yeah. <laughs> From 1997. It involves golf. Yeah. It's like Ronnie Corbett or something. And we, <laughs> this bloke was teaching us. Oh, yeah. And he was... Uh, Tarbuck. And he was talking uh, about, you know, the golf, obviously. And he'd say, uh, um, you know, I show you how to do this, but when you're out there, sometimes it's different. <laughs> and he used to talk about the golf course uh, like it was um, the Somme. Oh, yeah. oh right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's different out there. <laughs> Very melodramatic, man. It's like he spoke in movie taglines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've had a big mo from oh, yeah. Jack McLean. McLean, McLean. We should say that a big mo is... Um, it's a big moment, isn't it? And it's when you tell someone something that you think no-one knows and lots of people know it. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it. Uh, morning, Divine Miss M, Alan and Frank. I'm hoping to make it into Alan's FNT, that's the Friday Night Roll, Indeed. with a big moment. Did you know that Les Dawson was actually a really good piano player? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. I think, have we had this one before? Oh, we I might have. I, I don't know. know. I, you know what, it stands, I like that I know, one. I, it's, a good, it's a good one, mm. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, want, I, want, I, I sort of double bluff that. I'm wondering if he was. Oh, really? Oh, Oh. Well, he just told people he no, was. No, I think he probably was all right, and he deliberately played badly. But I bet if you'd have said play brilliantly, he yeah. might have been. Uh, he might, might have still played a bit. Badly. But I don't want to speak ill of the dead for goodness' sake. <laughs> Never understood that rule. What? Not speaking ill of the dead? Yes, yeah. stupid rule. It's the best yeah. time to speak ill of people. You've all got carte blanche to be really horrible about me no, when no, I shuffle oh, we, we won't wait. Of, uh, all sorts no, I'd rather you wait. That's my very point. <laughs> what about the Adolf Hitler caveat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a bad name. I think were. he might be the exception. <laughs> yeah. They sound very East London, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, they... Craft yeah. beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had an idea. I had an idea, you know. Don't um, exaggerate. You know, every now and again you have oh, an idea you and you think, is that a good idea? And then you think, I think that might be a terrible idea. Oh, what about them? don't know if my ideas are good or terrible. What about when Frank said, don't exaggerate? I love that. that that's like my old maths teacher. <laughs> so um, I've just thought of something. I want to hear Alan's idea. Okay. I feel a bit like it might be a really awful idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we have big mo's and we have uh, uh, stuff coming that people suggest. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever happened to and stuff. I'm so, I've never been so anxious. <laughs> is, there, is there a thing that we can do that goes something like, you know you're getting old when <laughs> no that that there isn't there isn't a thing we can do like that. That, you mean like well, Dennis Norton you, you know you're middle-aged when yes. that one yeah All right. oh good my instincts were right I've had a terrible idea I think we oh, for um, a second it was a good one <laughs> and then I thought no it's a terrible idea yeah I mean it's, it's just it needs um, I haven't even done it yet yeah it needs workshopping you know you're mortal <laughs> when. but I love the way Al delivered it 
because it was just, it was the coyness of someone who's not fully confident in the idea. Oh, no, true. Yeah, he, he covered his bases. <laughs> there was a bit of me that was excited about the good one and terrified about it. This might be terrible, <laughs> and yeah. I was right to be. Um, of course, it'll be. Uh, It'll be all over Capital next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of Capital presenters listen to this show just with a notebook. Oh, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh, you're desperate. Absolutely desperate. <laughs> well, there they must be. For ideas of any kind. <laughs> and not just Capital, I'm just giving them as a, as a par example. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Just checking to see if we've had any, um, well, you know you're getting old when... when uh, uh, Funnily enough, Al, they're what? not coming in. They're yet. not coming in? But I'll tell you what, we <laughs> Just because you guys nipped it in the bud. What about you know you're so not getting old? We nipped it in the Zola. <laughs> if, we could, if we could put you know you're blank when, that would be different. Well, the, well it wouldn't, because that was blank as <laughs> blank. No, it depends on that. Depends Essentially. What, no, we fill in the blank. Oh, OK. Oh, we say the blank. So you know you're illiterate when <laughs> you can't... Send this message. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that won't work. I don't think you can talk about being illiterate anymore, can you? Are you not allowed? No, I think... Another of to, life's pleasures, I gone. I think you have to pretend that uh, everyone's brilliant. <laughs> Okay. I think that's the deal now. I, I, I will do no such thing. <laughs> it's a policy I've adopted for safety. I, Everyone's I absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, we've had a strange incident this morning. Oh, yeah? I'm going to christen it the curious incident involving iced tea and Frank Skinner. Iced tea? Are you familiar with the work of iced tea? Yeah, well... well that iced tea? Yeah, that's iced tea. Yes, of course. I thought it had been a spillage. No. <laughs> Well, he's liked a, a tweet about you. <laughs> that you, can't you, be the iced tea. It is the iced tea I've checked. Did, would you like to hear more? Are you sure it's not, with him? it's not someone from Twinings? <laughs> no, no. The iced tea has liked a tweet about Frank Skinner. OK. Do you want to know what the tweet is? Well, yes, okay. I do. OK. Does okay. it begin, oh. you know you're getting old when <laughs> dot, dot, is it, is it a quote? Is have it, to let this go. Is it <laughs> guess who visited Pope's Grotto this week? <laughs> <laughs> what if Ice-T's listening now? Don't bring out the Pope's oh, Grotto yeah. staff. Sorry, Ice. It's OK. You might not he's like that. He's obviously, sir. OK, bright chap. Um... So, this is from Kyle. He said, I would love it if this interaction between Ice-T and Boise could be shown to Frank before tomorrow's show. Well, on tomorrow's show. Partly because it might make Frank see that Twitter is all right. Okay. Mostly because I like how he says Boise. Okay. Do you say it in a particular way? Um, I'll explain... I still... Oh, I just did a little funny a little noise in my burp, mouth. No, yeah. it wasn't. I, no, I, I it didn't was. like that at all. I, I couldn't control I, I it. it. You know you're getting old when uh, <laughs> your, your throat it. starts making strange noises of its own accord. I wasn't going to mention it until you did. Well, I've meant... I know, but I don't I don't want to continue now. I've lost my confidence. Oh, come on. Don't oh, lose okay. your confidence. OK, I won't. Um, <laughs> so... She's back. John Chalice... Can I just tell you what I've always thought was the definition yes. of confidence? Don't come W.H. Auden, the poet, when he was a child, um, he was given a, a five-pound note for his birthday, which then was big money. Mm. And uh, he went off uh, across the fields with his friends and they realised that he dropped his five-pound note and the, all his friends went into a ma- massive panic. And the young Auden said, oh, I don't worry, I'll get on the way back. 
And when they walked mm-hmm. back across the fields, there it was just blowing about. So we picked it up. Wow. And I thought, oh. whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a confident young bloke. Or yeah. a bloke who's got a few bob in the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Al, <laughs> sorry. You ever, you ever done that, Al? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> um... I don't think I've ever dropped a five pound. I think note. I think Al what did get a, a court order to stop following WH Orton after the story <laughs> came out. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's see. So, but meanwhile, over at Ice T's crib, yeah. Um, so what happened? Ice T had originally tweeted, um, "I'm 60. You're a little kid." To someone who said they felt old at the age of 52. Oh, okay. Ice T's 60. Yeah, and well, already enjoying the friendship. You can yeah. bond over that. Wow. And John Chalice responded and said, "I've just turned 76. You're but a spring chicken," etc. And then someone, um, when this man tweeted bit, about you, that's a bit uh, dark. A bit poison chalice. Mm. <laughs> Ice tea liked the tweet about you, the tweet urging you to um, enjoy Twitter and say Boise, because I believe John Chalice has become friends with Ice tea now. Oh, okay, okay. It's strange. Yeah. When do I ever say Boise? I don't know. Just then. You just said it. <laughs> do you think this whole got thing's me, a trap? Um, mixed up with Jason Manford? <clears throat> I bet he says Boise on a regular basis. <laughs> on a regular basis. What, what, well, it's it's, an, it's the closest I've ever got to iced tea, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, Who could be I a once, nice friend for you, I Frank? was once at... Par- um, um, what's it called? Thingy Holly... Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were joined by Robert Downey Jr., who was um, <laughs> drinking one of those things called uh, New England iced tea. Oh, oh Long Island. Long, Long Island, Island iced tea, tea yeah. Boozy. Yeah, he was, he was quite... Um, Bo- Boise. <laughs> no, he was. Um, he was. Um, yeah, he was. Um, devil may care oh, in his okay. attitude. Was he? But um, nice, really, mm. but very off uh, <laughs> off the uh, planet. What they called Long Island iced tea? He said, I'm, "He said I'm drinking Long Island iced tea," and I thought, "Well, how have you got like that?" <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was like that. You know, those those cans of iced tea you can buy with lemon. <laughs> but it did the trick for old uh, f- for Bobby D. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I went to um, Daunt Books this week. Oh, yeah. Mm. You're familiar with that chain? See them a lot as a canvas bag, don't the you? Oh, it's a very... Bo- I know the woman who did the drawing for that um, yeah. canvas bag. Strange well, name drop. Worked yeah. with them all, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Except iced tea, apparently. Iced tea, one minute. I've never worked with iced tea. Oh, I, yes. Actually, I, had, I, had, I did have a week um, work experience at Lipton's. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, uh, so I went to, you know, they have these events where people uh, who've got a book out go and uh, talk about their book. Oh, yeah. Speaking events, yeah, like a yeah. book talk. Spoken word. Yeah, yeah. Spoken word. Yeah. And who uh, was it? It was um, John Harris Donning. No. no. He's written a... Um, Doctor Who? He's written... No. Oh. No, not this time. <laughs> I just ri- thought... He's written a, uh, a graphic novel ah. called Tumult, oh. which is set um, in the area around where my house is. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, really quite close. Mm. The environs. Mm. Right. 
another great band. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's nothing... I don't know about you, but, you know, some people um, love watching stuff like Blue Planet 2. Yeah. Yes. Or... Um, uh, what was that Sue Perkins on the Ngongo River? Yeah. Oh, right. J- yeah. Sue Perkins Mekong River. What's it called, Something that like show? That. Yeah. Mekong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I never am more excited on television than if I see something that's very close to my own house. Oh, yes, yeah. you've always loved that. Much yeah. more yeah. interesting than some tribe in Sumatra yeah. see that's mm-hmm. that laundrette look from down the road that I just I find that absolutely exhilarating yeah so obviously it's kind of nice to have a book uh, that's got I think oh, that's uh, so I'm loving that for a start mm. off good uh, and it's uh, I went I like a bookshop as you know mm. I must have told you the time I was in Waterstones and there's a woman in with what looked like her granny and the granny said Look at all the books in here. <laughs> she said it's uh, it's like a library, <laughs> and I thought that's not a bad simile for a bookshop. <laughs> it does look a little bit like a library. <laughs> I'll give you that, girl. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I went to this thing, and when you're at those things, you always feel a bit exclusive because most people obviously are watching oh, Emmerdale. Yeah, because people are watching Emmerdale okay. and you're listening to someone talk about a graphic novel. <clears throat> so and did feel... you go Han Solo or did you go with Cass? No, I went Han Solo. Oh, OK. I don't really know anyone who'd go with me. No, I don't either. I think that, no. that's the sort of thing that you could attend alone though, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. fine to attend yeah, yeah. it alone. I wasn't the only one, let's it's put it that way. Yeah, it's... yeah so um, it's about... Um, the book's part... Oh, oh, I'm not going to give the game away because I did buy the book on the night. Right, okay. no spoilers. See, what they did was a very clever idea which <laughs> I think we could all learn from anyone who's in the entertainment business. Okay. Why not? Do you, do you, <laughs> the course, do you do merchandise at your gigs? No, there's no demand for Alan Cochran tickets, let alone merchandise. Oh, come on, that <laughs> isn't <laughs> true. yourself down. That simply is not true. All right, I'll get on to mouse mats and... Uh... I think sh- I, I'd have an Alan Cochran mouse mat. Well, I'll were... tell you what I'm seeing. Do people still use mice? Is that Hang happening? on a second. No, I'm seeing, oh. because of your Nordic chic, there's a Scandi vibe, I'm thinking some sort of Nordic sweater with uh, your face on it, knitted Alan face. <laughs> I'd buy that. Yeah. Wear that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Mugs. Um... Yeah, if they yeah. buy them, they are mugs. <laughs> and you could always claim it was uh, Jens Martin Knudsen, the Faroe Islands goalkeeper, who uh, used to wear the white woolly hat. <laughs> so it's got that kind of look to it. Yeah. But um, I forgot what I was saying. No, you were talking about merchandise. about merchandise. Oh, yeah, so what yeah. they did, while we was watching it, yeah. they passed the book round. Yeah. Right. Now, I've never known that before at a book event. So the book actually got... Like when the plate goes around at church, you oh. know. You know. Yeah. No. So, um, trust me. Yeah. And uh, and so you end up... Uh, you going to write in it or something? Having a li- no, just so I have a little look at the book while oh. they're talking was about it. Was it just the one book going around? Yeah, just the book he was talking about. A bit tight. About. No, but I thought it was a clever idea. Because oh, right. after it had gone past, I thought, you know, if I don't buy that book now, I'm going to be watching the telly tonight and yeah. I'll have my hands formed in such a way that I'll still be able to feel it. Yeah. I'll miss it at home, so Ooh. consequently I bought it. So I'm thinking, like, if you went, if you were queuing at the butcher's, say, <laughs> and they pass around a leg of lamb, 
yeah. throw yeah. in the queue. I reckon you'd look, you'd feel that leg of lamb. You know, you know, it's all a bit clammy against yeah. the hands. Yeah, and think, oh, mine a nice leg of lamb tonight. I honestly think it would work. Yeah. But I'm loving this idea, which I think is a great marketing idea strategy in itself, is place names mentioned in the books. Because then every something for everyone. Yeah, well, he doesn't really... It's not so, so much that he does the, the uh, place names, but because it's a, um, it's a graphic your novel, yeah. it's got, oh. in, in the pictures you can see yeah. that stuff. I mean, if it was just on place names selling books, you'd think they'd sell a lot more maps than they do, wouldn't Brighton, you? Brighton would. Rock, you'd think that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, Atlases Rock. fly out the shops. Lonely Planet, you'd think they'd sell more. <laughs> Can- Canterbury Tales, that'd do oh, well. Canterbury Tales. <laughs> yeah, but once everyone in Canterbury's got one, yeah. people say. Oh, yeah. Just visitors. That, really, that old coffee it? table. <laughs> yeah, you want something called something like The Road. <laughs> Oh, that did yeah. well. <gasps> that did do well. Well, did, there you yeah. go. That's what <laughs> Cormac, Cormac, right. Cormac McCarthy thought. Yeah. Oh, anyone who lives in a row yeah. is going to buy this. Local, <laughs> local material. Yeah. Always goes down well. Yeah, Jack Kerouac on the yes. road. Yeah, they've just taken absolute advantage. Yeah. Little house on the prairie. Anyone, <laughs> anyone who's got a house can be able to identify with that. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. So this um, this book is about a woman with a multiple personality disorder. One of the characters in oh, it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the tumult. Right. Mm. And uh, I remember in the days when you could the jokes about these things. I used to do a joke that. She couldn't. There's a woman I knew with a multiple personality disorder, but she couldn't be on Twitter because she had more than 140 characters. <laughs> yeah. But I think car- Twitter's gone intense. up now, hasn't it? It has. Yes, yeah. it's so she 280. Could go on. 280. Oh, you yeah, I don't think people have. And isn't it? Isn't it a sad <laughs> thing when a jo- you know a joke's getting old? <laughs> Yay! Here we Yay. Go. That's what it is. That's what it is. You know a no joke's, joke's getting, getting old. old. Like one of the greatest jokes ever. I went out with a. Here we go. I went out with a mermaid once. Um, fantastic figure, thirty six, twenty four, and three and six a pound. Yeah, gone now because three and six a pound. If you if you change it to decimal money, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Well, even your brilliant observation about supporting your football team, which what was you that always, one? It, it, I believe you said you need two things: um, a ruler and an atlas. A to Z, I yeah, think. Yeah, A no, to Z. No one uses oh, A yeah. to Z. But no one knows A to Z or ruler, really. Mm-hmm. And also, I was, on a, I was on a tram. Remember that one? I was on a tram <laughs> and uh, I, I, uh, a woman fell asleep. Yeah. No, is this right? No. I don't like the sound Blood, of this story. Blood was, was on a tram and he fell asleep. <laughs> and then the tram suddenly jolted and he landed on um, this woman. Yeah. He landed on a, a belly and he said, Is this made of ale? And she said, No, I'm four months pregnant. Alan <laughs> <laughs> likes that one. Oh. <laughs> made of ale is an area in North London, yeah. a, a large conurbation in the south of England. And ale is beer. But could also be, yes, could be. <laughs> no, you know, a joke's getting old when it needs footnotes. <laughs> but I, I could easily tell that joke with a, a boss, but I, because I heard it as a tram, I don't know, I've always told it as a tram, but you get trams now. Don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, all, um, it's all they all come back in the end. Scotland, yeah. I don't know if you still get mermaids. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> don't know how no. they're doing. I'd love. I'm fascinated by mermaids. I think with the overfishing thing. 
Yeah, the over, that's it. They've been overfished. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'd very, I'd recommend this book. It's, uh, it's actually uh, brilliant. And I, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't have any connections. Mm. I paid for my ticket. Got no skin in the game. I paid for my ticket. Mm. I paid Good for, for the book. You Good know what I mean? You. I've got no things. But Good Tumult by John uh, Harris Donning. It's, um, I'm completely hooked on it. Oh. In fact, I'm on my second read. Are you? Oh. Two reads. Right, two reads. Yeah. Two reads in a fountain. <laughs> Come on, everybody. I um, I was wait. Um, I can't start a thing because no, why? Is scratching. He always does that. It's because uh, we had iced tea earlier. I don't oh, yeah. know what it is in in this room, but I scratch quite a lot on here. Uh, if ever yeah. you listen to the podcast and you hear that. I think it's that, mice. That, that's me. I mean, the that's me. <laughs> the skin cells on this mite moth. Oh yeah. They don't bear thinking about. It looks like it's mm. been frosted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it means that someone could take it and clone me. <laughs> oh, like the Barbara Streisand dogs. Oh, like a, yeah. a woman I was going out with said to me, uh, "We we we had quite a big row." And she said I to find me, that very yeah. hard to believe." <laughs> she said to me, "I can make you love me forever because I've I've kept your fingernails." Oh, I thought so. Relieved. Apparently, they were in her back. <laughs> but she um, she kept them, and she said she could do a spell that would make she me did, love yeah. her forever. That's honestly what she said. Yeah. No, that, that didn't work. I'm not sure it's helpful, that. Hey? I'm not sure it's helpful, what she said. What? No. <laughs> Put me off, of it. I'll be straight with you. In terms of changing one's mind. I don't sure think with anyone who begins, <laughs> I can do a spell. I mean, no disrespect. Like you lost me at spell. Yeah. No disrespect to any sorcerers or witches who are listening. But uh, to me, I don't know, it made me uneasy. Uh, to me, the, the the balance of power suddenly swung. <laughs> I don't want to be someone who can hold that over me. No. Um, so, yeah, so we didn't last much longer after that. <laughs> she, took, she certainly took against the docking stool. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've, uh, we've had a missive in. Um, an email, I'll be honest. Oh, OK. Um, I had a submissive in uh, uh, a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, uh, it's a bit strange, so I will warn you, but um, it's about you, Frank. It's about you. Okay. You've been I like spotted. It. I like Frank's it so far. It's strange and it's about me. It's my dream. Uh, it's entitled Frank's Strange Behaviour at Train Station. Oh, oh I mean, I've, this is real gather around the fireside it, time for yeah. me, I've it got depends, to say. Depends when it's dated. Now, I might, I might misread this because there's a few bits where, you know, sometimes computer screens replace apostrophe S with, like, Euro signs and TM. Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, it happens on this. You was know I, you're what, getting old. Was when? I spotted on one of those things where you go up and down like a pump the machine and make it go along the, the railway track like Laurel and Hardy? Oh, that would be good. Oh, yeah. Hi Frank, oh, hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. On my way home from work this evening in a nice part of North London, who oh, get you? Oh, yeah. I was sat on the London Overground when the train pulled into Hampstead Heath Station and a certain Mr Frank Skinner got on. <gasps> Too nervous and not wanting to bother Frank, I didn't approach him. When the train got to Highbury, Frank got off the train <gasps> and I thought I'd get off too and ask for a photo with the legend. Legend! Oh. Only for Frank to walk towards the exit, then do a U-turn <gasps> and walk to the opposite end of the the platform stop and look at his phone for two minutes then cross over to the opposite platform 
and head towards the exit again, just on a different platform. Not sure if Frank was using Google Maps to get out of the station or just trying to be covert. I never got a photo, though. Huge fan... Oh, that's uh, all some praise. Um, Al, I know what this is. It's the old military training, always running a zigzag. (laughs) Can I just say... In case they're shooting at you. There is a PS. Go on. Frank's skin was immaculate for a man who has a free bus pass. There you go. There you go. Do you know, he looks great. I told you, he's found his look. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. Now... Wow. That's the only thing I've found <laughs> in recent times. You and I obviously... I think we should leave this as... Because okay. the Fez has arrived, let's leave, okay. let's leave it as a People cliffhanger. puzzling what you were up to. <laughs> exactly. It's a very um, accurate description of my movements, I, I yeah. must say. Well, I've got a sort of grassy knoll theory on this, which okay. I'd like to put forward. Me okay. Too. Okay. <laughs> Did Emily say she got a grassy knot? Yes, yes I did. did. Well, just, that's you know. James. Okay. <laughs> All the standards have dropped on this show generally. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I wonder how much longer we'll be saying that. Oh, yeah. Before emails, is like getting a, a Xerox. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're on a cliffhanger. I oh, really yes. spotted at, a, at a, a, a railway station. I'd go further than spotted. I'd say you were studied in, <laughs> in some detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it took, I mean, in fact, you were followed. I mean, that, that email, I, you say email, I say dossier. Yeah. Oh, I love the word dossier. Yeah, dossier. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, what happened was I was I was changing. It sounded like he was making up a story. Then. I was yes. yes, I was changing <laughs> trains, and um, I completely l- lost faith in where I was going <laughs> and what platform it was on. So even though I was in the station, I mm. googled um, the railway line <laughs> to find out what platform. So. Um, that's why I stopped. And I mean, I was standing <laughs> 50 yards from the platform, Googling which platform it was. But I just didn't. I thought if I start looking at signs and stuff, I'm going to get hope. I'm going to get what I believe the term is discombobulated. I'm, I love that you describe it as a loss of faith, like Graham Green or well, something. I just, it's a tube. But you know, I get lost so often. I can't believe that you were sitting on this story and yet you shot down the idea of you know you get old when dot 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 but and, i was like you're sitting on a primary example this is a great face example. no but i got lost walking from my auntie ethel's who lived four <laughs> streets away when i was about eight. Oh, okay. and i was lost for two hours oh. what do you what do you think that is frank because i have no i've got to be honest as a friend who loves you and this comes from a very positive good energy um i'm communicating this to you yes but um it is it is um odd i mean I sometimes we're I walking see. down how long have we been going daisy to that restaurant where we have breakfast in that direction down that is it about oh. 10 years now and he never knows whether to turn left or right mm. i know it's a, it's a, it's a problem when i walk out with cat she does enormous gestures <laughs> left and right so i know which way to go as we <laughs> walk along to stop me from walking into her by turning the wrong way. I mean, it is, I spoke to a psychologist I met at a, at a, a party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said it's because I didn't crawl when I was a baby. That didn't was crawl? Thing. Yeah. 
Somebody made, made up for it in your 20s. Well, I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's too late to get it back. You can't claw it back. <laughs> um, so I... Um, I uh, some babies they just they see it and then one day they stand up and they're off and you and they don't go through the crawling you were that phase. guy and it's during the crawling phase apparently that you develop your sense of uh, direction wow that was her theory but you know everyone's got a theory nowadays about something I think it might be because you're a thinker because mm. I've come across this with thinkers my father was one there's, there's too much going on you can't be worried with directions I think that's I think that's closer okay. to it. Yeah. Okay. I like that one better. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's a. I know you love it when American comedy gets quoted. You know, there's yeah. an episode of The Simpsons where. Oh, oh I love that <laughs> one. Goodness. <laughs> Homer Simpson uh, goes love to a, the Simpsons. goes to a wine tasting course and forgets how to drive because his head's yeah. so full of stuff that if yeah. you put more in, stuff oh. goes out. I think yeah. that might be what happens with yeah. you because you know you go to talks. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. There's no room for like. It's too many talks. Pope's Grotto. Yeah. yeah. I was at Samuel Johnson's. Yeah, house. your head's full week. of other stuff. There's no room for like spatial awareness. Last or, night I yeah. was at um, Benjamin Britten's um, Paul Bunyan. Were you? Yeah, oh. the opera, yeah. Maybe I'm, that's it. Yeah, I need back. to. There used to be a theory at school that if you put the book you were trying to uh, swat up on under your pillow. Yes, I remember that. Day, still, still going in my day, that one. So if I put an A to Z under my pillow. Nice. Um, no, don't clutter your, your mind up with street names. No, I you don't. You need to focus on I could do the knowledge. big matters. Can you imagine how long it would take me to do the knowledge? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't bear thinking. I hate that it's called the knowledge. That's not what I call knowledge. Sorry, but yeah. knowing yeah. your way. No, but they've got clever I mean, questions. They do like a quiz. I know this. They have got good questions. They have Take Me From Sun Street to Moon Street. Great question. Oh, that's a good... I like yeah. that. Well, a cab driver told me that. So, actually, I from think it would From Sun be... Street to Moon Street. Is that a, yeah. It just means wait <laughs> until it gets dark. <laughs> No, I don't think it's a metaphor. <laughs> well, it's a big great. Someone said, can you be um, um, to Moon Street, please? And you just sat there for ages. And I said, what are you doing? You said, oh, sorry, I thought it was a metaphor. <laughs> sorry, mate. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I think it's time we gave the, uh, Kim Kardashian some airtime. Yeah, As... she doesn't get... Um, no. Enough. She leads a, a life of uh, quiet solitude and reflection these days. She she will do that, you know. She'll be one of those people who gets a cottage in Wales. Do you think she'll do a challenge? Find herself, yeah. Oh, how she'll she does. go to the uh, Marahishi Mahesh Yogi <laughs> if he was still alive. Um, like like what the Beatles did. Yeah, <clears throat> that's my that's my verdict. You know, Jody Salinger is is sort of. As Frank would say, he's in the recluse chair, isn't he? Is he is actually like, all right still. That's who people joke about. But yeah. I read that he's not a recluse, that he he's just dead. doesn't do he's media. Dead. Oh, no, he died sometimes. He's yeah. dead, is he? I believe. Yeah, sorry. So he's a recluse. <laughs> but, he lives alone but, in a uh, yeah. But when he a was wooden, a recluse, a wooden apartment. Yeah. When he was a recluse, apparently he wasn't a recluse. He just didn't do media, and so they say that he's a recluse. Well, but I he talked a, to his neighbours and stuff. Well, I have a contribution about oh, J.D. Salinger. Which, Hang um, on, hot J.D. Salinger? 
no. is. No, I can't what actually the? put it on air because uh, on air because um, on air. I think he wasn't a recluse. No, I know what you're going to say. For him not being a recluse is <clears> not great. He's not breakfast radio. And I'm aware of the evidence. I think I remember it. Do you remember? Are we all familiar with the evidence? Yeah, I think he was. Yes. Okay, so I think he was still involved with the student community. Legend. Active, active in the student body. Um, so, Kim Kardashian has apparently... That's what you are, <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Do you think Kanye ever does that in the morning? Kim Kardashian. I think he might. I think he's he quite seems, tortured, Kanye, seem, isn't he? Okay. Yeah. Is he a, he, is he a Trump apologist? <laughs> um, yes, she is as well, I believe. Okay. Um, anyway. We're all different. Exactly. She... Um, has recruited a selfie assistant. It's a member of her crew, and when I say that, I mean her literal filming crew. I'm not trying to be cool. No, no. But um, she went to the doctor and she was told that she'd incurred a wrist injury for taking too many selfies. And she had um, Paxi, who's one of the crew members on uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Who used to uh, host Newsnight, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, he's gone down a bit. No, no, he's, he's quite happy, in it? He's enjoying Is it. Is he really? He sees it as being like a sort of twilight of his career and but he less pressurised than he, he must used to be. wince every time he's called Paxi. Yeah, he doesn't imagine? like that. Oh, I'll call him yeah. that even more then. Um, I wonder if he's taken to sort of... He has to do dress down, his look as well. No suits now. What yeah. does he go for? Maybe a V-neck or something? He's uh, oh, no. he's got a, a, a Berghaus fleece that he uses quite a lot, I think. I don't and think a he has to white yeah. narrow jacket and white trousers, like a proper houseboy look. <laughs> anyway, uh, can I say, uh, uh, one could sit back and condemn um, yeah. KK for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, it is, you know, I had shoulder problems and it was my theory mm. That I had so many photos took with people with my mm. arm round them that oh. I actually um, I actually hurt my shoulder. Is from... it genuine? Yeah. That's honestly, honestly that, theory. that's my theory. That's I see you're, theory. you're you're you are not. No, convinced. no, not at all. I'm 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 more convinced than you think I am. I think. Well, Did I you told I told Jimmy Carr this, and he absolutely poo pooed it. Oh, completely. that's a shame. But I'm just wondering if I get more. Um, Photo requests and he does, and that was the problem. <laughs> oh, no. And also, I love Jimmy Carr, but he doesn't yeah. have shoulders, so he's not right. going to have that problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a sore man. If I was in trouble, I feel I could go to him, but I'd, I'd end up crying on his neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, he, so he wouldn't. He wouldn't accept it. He, he, he said, "No, that you, you, you need, you'd need to do millions of photos to do that." But I, I honestly think Did that's how I got it. Did you feel it more du- so during um, the Three Lions period? It must have had a lot. Oh yeah. It was. Um, I think. I it mean, was, the recent one. I think it was. You know, the the, the continual wear and tear over a period yeah. of years. Yeah. I'm okay. not complaining. You know. No. I mean, I love a I love a photo so was, with someone, but um, so yeah. it's an RSI. And often they're quite it, yeah. tall. And to be mm. honest, the, the national obesity crisis hasn't helped. <laughs> no, because I'm re- I'm reaching oh a lot a lot further than I used. Imagine to. Imagine if you lived in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. well, exactly. I'm um, I I'm overreaching um, mm. in lots of re- so yeah. I mean, I got it. Um, I saw an acupuncturist in Osaka, Did and you? he put it right. Really? Yeah. 
Well, that's good. So anyone listening, that's useful. Fly to Osaka. No, yeah, Osaka. RSI uh, problems. The way but can I say, I got my injury from embracing others, not from um, <laughs> celebrating my own beauty. Well, her mother... I said, I said beauty. <laughs> <laughs> her mother, Chris Jenner, are you familiar with her? She's a really warm maternal. Is that Chris with a K? Yeah. She okay. seems lovely, oh. really nice woman, she seems like. Um, That's the one they call their. She's their manager. Momager. And they call her Momager. I like they call that. Momager. Momager. I, I, I didn't know that. I like I, that. That I like. Self styled yeah. Momager. Is there, a, is there a Kardashian dad? Uh, yes. yes. There, are, there was the original Kardashian who was. Um, are you familiar with him? He was O.J. Oh, no. Simpson's lawyer. O.J. Oh, Simpson's lawyer. Yeah. What, he was kind dad? of a big yes. deal. Oh, yeah. I never is it knew Robert that. Kardashian? This is a big moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously the, um, the other wow. two, their father is um, Caitlyn Jenner. You're familiar with Caitlyn Jenner? father is Caitlyn Jenner. Was Bruce Oh, yeah, well, I remember... I've got a pencil and paper. I'll work you through it during a long song if you want. I don't know quite what the the tense you're supposed to use on this, but I remember in the Olympics, there being a Bruce Jenner was brilliant. That's now Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, Yeah. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa, well, okay. Well, that's the, uh, that that's okay. the Kardashian family tree. I, I did not know the, uh, the oh, yeah. O.J. Simpson lawyer. She thing. said to her daughter about the selfie incident, you don't want to be out of commission. I love it when a mother says that. Yeah. That's, that's also what my agent said to me. <laughs> Can I say, though, surely the definition of a selfie is a photograph... Yeah, by oneself. But yeah, quite. So, so someone else, that's a, a, a sort of a, a themsy. <laughs> yeah, that she's got. yeah exactly. What she's got is a photographer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not a new um, new mm. idea. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're discussing Kim Kardashian. We're discussing Kim Kardashian. Slash JG Salinger. Slash Ice T. Today on, yeah. uh, on Absolute Radio. Um, she. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you've stumbled on the, the problem that I have with this, which is that she hasn't hired a selfie taker because that can only be herself. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. She's hired a photographer. What about which if she hired. A, a million years. If she hired a sort of a. Um, a body double person. Actually, it wouldn't have to be that. You know when you get those... What do you um, mean? You know when you get those uh, theatre theater group people and they're wearing black pole and neck jumpers? Oh, oh yes. yeah. And one of them stands <laughs> with the arms through the other one's arms. Yes. Oh, they yeah. used to make them light smoke cigarettes yeah. and slap themselves around the oh, face. That's you know that? Yeah. That is a fun thing. That's what she needs. <laughs> I, love that. I, I would accept that more as a I selfie. Really like that, though. Yeah, I haven't seen that for years. <laughs> looks so happy in the memory of that. that. (laughs) Do you remember when there used to be proper adverts on the tube and people would put chewing gum and it would look like snot coming out of a nose on a model's face or something like that? That always made my day. Oh, I found that really funny. Especially if it's a really beautiful model. Take themselves that little bit seriously. Uh, Really funny. I thought, look what you're reduced to. I'm going to go that further. What about the pencil (laughs) moustache on the beautiful model? (laughs) That that's faded. Good times, somewhat. <laughs> Actually, so I was don't gonna, use that catchphrase. I had associated <laughs> with other people. Okay. I was, I was going to ask. Uh, <laughs> is, I was going to ask Di, um, Al this. Go oh, on. Yeah. Parking lights. Parking lights. Do you remember those? 
Oh, yeah. So people would park and they'd put a parking light on mm. and it's like one <laughs> light on the back of the car. <laughs> Is that right? And the idea, I think it's because there was so much drink driving then in yeah, the West yeah, Midlands, yeah. the idea that people wouldn't, they'd see your car so they wouldn't drive into it, <laughs> even though it was parked in the proper place. Yeah, I think there are still parking lights Do on cars. Do they still exist? I think Hang they're on. still there. Are you suggesting? Well, just one light. The light stayed on whilst you yeah. exited the vehicle. Yeah, the light yeah. stayed on all night yeah. to stop yeah. people driving it. Like, you know, when you see cranes <laughs> with those red lights. Like on Canary Wall. Yeah, to stop um, aeroplanes flying in. Yeah. Well, people, cars would have a little, or just one light at the back on the, on, the, on the wing that was nearest the road. That's extraordinary. To stop people from driving into their know. car. I like that the onus is on the parked vehicle. Yes, it's exactly. not people exactly. driving into well, them. I do think it was to do with the preponderance of really, drink driving. I really hope we've got someone from the advanced motoring organisations that are... Uh, well, you're our motoring correspondent. I, am, I thought yeah. you might be able to give me the I answer. I am, but I feel slightly out of my depth here. But okay. Well, if someone could get in touch, anyone who's familiar with the phrase Smidzy, be so- they'll know yeah. who they are. Excellent. Do you remember that one, Frank? I was Smidzy. Taught it. No. Yeah. Sorry, mate, I didn't see you. Oh. It happens at junctions a lot. Yes. Cyclists and motorcyclists. Do people actually say Smidzy? Yeah. I have never no, heard they that. Say, people Sorry, in the mate, driving community. Oh, they don't say Smidzy. And then bikers and insurers say, oh, this is a Smidzy. They call it a Smidzy case. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, what an education <laughs> this programme is. Not always funny, but always, <laughs> always educational. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, yeah, there was another Kim thing, which I thought... You sound like Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> which was a kind of a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not just the, the nuclear... Um, just one more thing, Kim. Um, she... Uh, I thought this was a clever idea. Is she hires people who have got exactly the same um, body shape as mm. her. Dimensions. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> no, no, but she does. <laughs> and, um, I mean, are they easy to find? Oh, she's centaurs. Got, she's got everywhere. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> she's got a fairly unique um, yeah. shape. Yeah. Anyway, she hires these people, so they're exactly the same dimensions as her. And they go and try on clothes and yeah. stuff for her to make sure they fit. I That's mean, and then if you're pictures, busy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. if it's, you're busy, it's a great idea. Well, it's, great idea. it's the, the concept of it. They're called fit models. Oh, she's not the first it. one. Well, she is the first solo human being to do this because oh, okay. ordinarily fit models are a thing in the fashion industry. When oh, I say I've, fit models... I've been talking about fit models for years, <laughs> to be fair. Are there any other type of models? <laughs> oh, there's, there's those ones that do the full-face crash helmets. <laughs> <laughs> so, fit models? This has got a bit yeah. 1970s. Maybe not 1970s, but maybe early 80s. Yeah, yeah, 90s. It's quite um, 90s. reassuringly new, lads. Oh, 90s, yeah, it is a quite bit. Give you EG, like there's some fit models in that lads mag this month. Well, hey, drop yeah. me bacon, Sony. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, fit models are used by designers at the prototype kind of stage. Okay. To see how things like um, hand to pocket ratio, how the fabric drapes. Hand to pocket? What, yeah, to make to sure see their hands fit yeah, in the pocket. To see how it looks, yeah. the no. garment looks on. Oh, no, I'm wondering about if it fits. <laughs> 
No, yeah, yeah. You, don't want to make a, you don't want to make a pocket and then they can't get a hand in No, I mean, no. if the pocket's too positioned in the correct you place. You know those T-shirts you get with a really, really <laughs> tightly pressed pocket? I mean, what do you put in there? Has yeah, anyone yeah. ever put their hand in one of those pockets? Don't you find a, it disappointing? A couple of polo mints. What do you put? Can you put in there a pencil? They, why do they have this spoiled whole line <laughs> of the thing? Don't like They're me. more of a crest than a pocket. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wouldn't take a 50 pence piece, some of them. <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's well. It depends not... who's wearing them. In, in fairness, but um, yeah. So that so that's that's a thing. I imagine her um her dimensions are a bit. It'd be hard to get stuff just off the peg, maybe. Well, she's maybe. Not, she's not sample size. No, I wouldn't have thought. Do you remember that? I, I've already done one old joke today about made of her. Do you remember the one <laughs> about a man with a humpback goes into a a, a tailor's and said, "I want to buy a I want to buy a, a jacket." And the guy said, well, we, what made to measure? He said, no, I'm just hoping to get one off the peg, you know, if you got one. Yeah. And the bloke says, well, we'll have a look, but if I find one that fits you, I'm going to have to sack somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's really going to be a bit like that with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think she looks great. But, I think um, she looks great. Uh, um, well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. But I do, We're all fans. I found it a bit odd, though, when she was saying things like, if Kanye, she said... Um, I get all my inspiration from my husband. She says he'll tell me what I all can wear. I know. It's a bit um, 1954. Not, not what, but yeah, but he's got a clothes line, hasn't yeah. he? I don't mean he's got a clothes line. <laughs> I mean, I imagine they've got... Hey, can you pass me those pants? <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. to hang them out. Quick, I, while it's sunny. <laughs> I imagine they've got a hill's hoist in their garden. <laughs> but... Um, can you imagine if you had a fit model these days, Frank, with your well, your, your new um, fashion I, I have look? Got a, I have got a fit model. Gandhi, Mahatma, not David. No, these um, days. Sid Little has been trying on my clothes <laughs> oh, for good, years. Good show. I've told him to stop, but he won't. <laughs> so, many of the time I've walked into a dressing room and gone, Sid, come on, get out. <laughs> get those off and get out. All right, Frank, I was just... T- I know you were... No, I would. It's a, it's a, it's a brilliant. I mean, if you're really busy, which I'm mm. guessing Kim is rushed off her feet, mm. I reckon. Um, to get someone your exact size to go and try stuff on, especially really if they useful. look like you, they can see if it, you know, yeah, if it suits. Yeah, but the pressure to maintain the same body type. Do you know what I mean? Well, if someone because then the fit model has got to live their life Still according find it to you. The well, not necessarily. Yeah, if you put on half a stone, the fit model's got to do the same. Oh yeah, that's right. Do you see? No, yeah. but I, I imagine not of it. They're not actually the same shape as Kim. They just have a lot of no, stuff in their pocket. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and you can always put a bit more in if you have to. Uh, I think they do. I think the fit models have to go up in size. So that, yeah, so they, they do. end up like Robert De Niro in Raging <laughs> Bull. They're eating pasta and ice cream to put on weight for the role. That's what happened to um, Gemma Collins' GC when she wore that tangerine-coloured outfit oh, with the shoulders. She, I think Andre the Giant's fit model she must have used. <laughs> That's what I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, the shoulders say. were big. No, the shoulders were enormous. It was a direct reference to the shoulders, Frank. That was a glory. Apparently, there was um, lots of um, parrots um, writing in about um, <laughs> if they could um, if they could live on those shoulders in the G C. Oh yeah. I wouldn't it have been great if she'd had like six parrots on each shoulder? <laughs> because I mean, why? Why didn't she? Th- That's when these people need they need advice yeah. from a publicist. She would have been in every newspaper in the country, the G C. Gemma mm. Collins, if she'd had six parrots. Yeah. Too late now. <laughs> Moment's gone. 
podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, I've got some uh, brake light, not brake light, parking light news um, from 715. We were asking earlier, um, or I was asking, um, whatever happened to the parking light? Yeah. Uh, still have them. If you leave your indicator, that side's brake light is left on when the key is out. So I think there is... So every car has one. I think so. Can I just I mean, say, what not... about people who've never heard this show just tuning in? <laughs> yeah. It's a, a radio show about cars and brake lights. Well, look how well Top Gear's done. Well, did. Yeah. Well, still on? <laughs> Oh, yes, on the other ones. Yeah, I think it still does all Also got an out-of-date joke update. You know, you were doing jokes that date. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were. No, no, I was talking about... intentionally, in fairness. I was talking about jokes. I was keeping that that vague on purpose. Just go out of date. Just trolling Frank there. (laughs) Um, How do you get a peanut out of your ear? Pour in some chocolate and it comes out a treat. Uh, yeah. They continue, alas, treats are now M&M's, joke ruined, Gary Chatterton. Yes. Was treats are chocolates then? Was that a top? Oh, yeah. yes. It used to be called Oh, I remember treats. that. I just yeah, pretending to be young, true. of course, I've I remember. Various jokes go out of date from technology. And, the, and in fact, on my last tour, I did a joke about if you don't believe that some technology jokes go out of date, check MySpace. Hey. Oh. Oh. Is that gone? Go, no, it's not gone, but it was a little you joke. You know you're yeah. old, eh? Uh, yeah, you Polly... Do. Rothwell Byrne, one of our regulars, Frank. Polly Rothwell Byrne. (laughs) Polly Rothwell Byrne. Her friendship we don't spurn. Very good. She's never on the turn. (laughs) We like her very much, although she's slightly butch. Um, no, can we say that? I don't know, she might not be. Let's hope Polly Rothwell Byrne isn't. Well, let's hope she is. I like uh, I like that in a woman. Oh, why can't a woman diddle it be more like a man? <laughs> well, that came true, Rick. Turns out Rex Harrison, a sort of Nostradamus <laughs> figure. Hister. Um, Polly Rothwell Byrne says yes. the Queen has had fit models... Not fit models, fit models, I yeah. should say, not fit models, since the 1950s. Wow. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense, doesn't yeah. it? See, yes. the first way you read that, it made the Queen sound like a sort of a Hugh Hefner figure with just but, fit models around her. Can I just say, I've just checked, Polly Rothwell Byrne. Oh, yeah. Is, um, she follows the Nazarene. Does she? Yes. Oh. Okay. My kind. So, um, <laughs> yeah, the Queen, that makes sense, you see, very busy. And so you yeah. get some little old ladies who are the same shape as the Queen. And uh, like that yeah. woman had the dogs in um, Trompton. <laughs> Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's why the Queen wears a lot of foam. I love that woman with the dog. She's a bit hashtag life goals for me. Uh, what was she as called, Mrs? As I entered the last chapter of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what well, was her let's name? Well, let's not go that far. Someone can look that up. Um, Perhaps you are a little nearer the, the grave than the cradle. Yes. But, you know, we I'm all are. I'm OK with that. We all are, dear. What about if I could be the Queen's fit model? I think, because she's small. She is, yeah. Um... I can't... It's hard to know um, what the Queen's bod is like because <laughs> um, she doesn't really wear... Queen's bod? Yeah, you don't see her in really tight 
stuff. No. Not often. No. no. No, she's not one for the type. I've never She's in like bodycon. I have never no. seen the Queen in a in a cat suit of any kind. Not even a onesie. No. Nothing. But in fact, um, she's quite formal thinking about it. She is formal. <laughs> Isn't she? She is. Um I bet the Queen has never said we don't stand on ceremony here. <laughs> No, she's a formal woman. Um, yeah. Of course, I've I've had a relaxed chat with her recently, as you know. But I never... I and didn't. she repeatedly shouted Frank at you. It was she a, said, well, I tell me exactly what she said. Well, let's, she we said. let's not revise that. But well, she, I wasn't here for it. I'd just like did. to know what she said again, the words. Well, I was backstage. I was supposed to go on stage. I hadn't noticed everyone else was gone because I was still reeling from chatting to the Queen in the wings. This is and, during Queen's and, birthday celebrations, by the yeah. way. And she suddenly went, come on, Frank, Frank hurry up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quite a shocking moment, but I didn't have enough time to get a tape measure out, if that's what you're going to ask me. I said, what are you, about a 12? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, you'll, have to, you'll have to ask Norman Rockwell. Oh, he's dead. Don't tell him he's dead. <laughs> is it Rockwell or Hartnell? Hartnell. Oh, sorry. Was Norman it? Rockwell drew the cover of the... Uh, I think it was the New Yorker magazine. Yeah. Oh, it's a te- this is a terrible bit. <laughs> I like it. Terrible. I like you it. know what I did? What I misspoke. Frank, I'm oh. going to call this link the Rockwell Files. Yeah, oh, very think, good. Okay. I think that's okay. But okay. I'm so, I mean, when th- I, I believe, if I remember the absolute radio um, regulations, that if you mix up um, Norman Rockwell and Norman Hartnell <laughs> on air, that's a sackable offence. Oh, well, let's hope they're not listening. Maybe yeah. that was William Hartnell and... Um, William Hartnell William was Shatner. Doctor Who? I know that. Okay. That okay. I know. Yeah. Yes. Does the Queen know that? I don't <laughs> think so. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website, if that's your fancy. Yeah. It is. So, um, I'll tell you on the, 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 the... Just going back to the, the fit model who you hired to tie clothes on for yeah, you. Yeah, that's what he means. Can we just absolutely yeah. clarify? It's not a million miles away from the body double that people use in films. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've always found that incredibly strange. Mm. Have you? Well, there's a thing called viewer trust in television. So if I was... Look, I did a documentary with... Um, Lee Mack and we had to travel across Europe but we weren't allowed to fly so we had to do it all by land and sea and there's a time we'll be on schedule and we said oh god you know what we won't get that connection and blah 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 what if we got a helicopter or something and they said well we'd have to tell the viewers because now you have to be up front with the viewers it's the old blue oh, Peter yeah. name this poppy days you have to be totally honest oh, and yeah. sometimes on come dine with me Frank they'll, they put up a caption saying we filmed this in a Hotel or a rented apartment. Oh, do they? Yeah, because people were pretending it was their house. Oh, and that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, it's like when comedians use writers and they call them program associates. Oh, I <laughs> thought you were going to say it's like when comedians say this happened to me the other day and it was seven no, years ago or never. That's or... all right because the other no. day is a catch-all. Yeah, it's when what you're saying is you don't mind them using program associates, but they should be upfront about it. They should be it. called writers. Do you yeah. think when they go on the panel shows and they've had a writer in, let's say, to prep for their appearance, they should just have a, a little? 
captioned permanently throughout the show saying writer assisted. No, I think every joke they do, that writer's name should come up. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bell. I think that would be fair. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, but all... Are people arriving at the studios and saying, I'm sorry, I, I can't do um, the bedroom scene today because my behind couldn't get a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a ridiculous situation to be in. Yeah. So I think that should be... That's just... A, it's a lie. Yeah. I've often wondered how impressionists how often? can cope when they've got a cold. You know, like, if I've got a cold, oh, I don't yeah. feel like my stand-up is quite the same. But if I was an impressionist, I'd really worry about doing gigs with a cold. I think they have special shows where they do impressions of famous people with colds. <laughs> <laughs> like three times a year or so. Yeah, that's it. It's the but, with cold But if you're, like, if you're like a bum double, as it were, like when you said that the, my bottom yeah. can't... What if they get a pimple or they wear pants that are too oh, tight finished. and it leaves a mark? Oh, they're fi- absolutely finished. Is that it? Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you've got to... I couldn't live on the edge like into. that. You get those hand models, don't you, that do... Um... Oh, yeah, I think I could have been a hand model in my youth. but my yeah, hands you've got nice lovely now. hands, Al. Although my wife mocked them for being hairy the other day. Oh, anyway. Okay. Oh, I quite like it's them. A cruel, it's my a cruel business, the long-term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Agreed. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What were you talking about earlier? Oh, you were talking about body doubles. The, oh, I- yeah. the idea of hiring or someone being hired to, uh, well, essentially to... Well, do they perform stunts, the body doubles, then? I don't. I think it's just for close-ups. They okay. use them a lot in the, what I would call the bedroom scenes. Yeah, and sometimes they just try on clothes for Kim Kardashian I've, or the I've Queen. I've used one for driving. Have you? Not because I can't drive, but because... <laughs> It's just more expensive to keep me hanging around if it's a night drive. Oh, is that so right? I was once leaving before a night drive, and I remember the horror of going past the makeup um, Winnebago, and there was a young man in there having a, a very grey wig fitted, and I thought, <laughs> oh, I wonder what he's, uh, I wonder what part he's playing. And I think that was when it first struck me. Like a friend who said to me, he was leaning on the back two <laughs> legs of a chair and he suddenly felt the cold of the wall against the top of his head and that's when he knew he'd got a ball pack. <laughs> and that's when I saw the grey hair. I thought, oh, it was like a Des Lynam type wig. Harold in the later years. Yeah, and He exactly. was going to play you whilst driving. He was that... just going to drive around for wide shots. What about it's oh, more expensive right. to keep him hanging around? He charges yeah. by, he's on nights. He charges by the hour. He's kind of a big deal. I'll tell you what I did. Going back a bit. If we're talking uh, outsourcing, as I believe they call it in America, um, I attempted once, I mean, in in my defence, which I feel I have to rush to immediately, I was in my 20s and I'd met a character on holiday and we'd enjoyed a brief romance. Okay. I say romance, bit of a hookup. And uh, Legend. <laughs> yeah. he Both. was a lovely chap, Irish chap, looked like Colin Farrell on holiday. Oh. Came back without the tan. Not so much. I wasn't feeling it, Frank. No, he came sure. more like Terry Wogan when he got back. <laughs> more like Colin Baker. <laughs> I had um, an Irish driver who said to yeah. me, never start a relationship well, in, in the summer because everyone looks good with a tan. But now, of course, tans are available the whole year round. I know. Yep. But it just, he'd lost his Michael Sheen. It yeah. lost something, 10% had gone off. So I think it's also, it's, where was the holiday? 
Uh, it was in Turkey. See, that's the other thing. It's the glamour and the exotic <laughs> The glamour thing. of the package glamour taught. Of <laughs> but yeah, sure. he, I didn't want to meet him. I'd made my mind up. And when I made my mind up, that's it. Yeah. And the the office PA at the time, I was working in newspapers, I didn't want to meet him. And I asked her, I said, can you... Um, can you call him and tell Brilliant. him that I don't want to meet him and I'm not I'm not going to be around. Oh. You've got someone to dump him for you. Well, she refused. Oh, oh she you. said she do you know she needed so you had to sack her. She said, "Yeah, but you know <laughs> she said I'm not dumping guys for you, Emily." She was your assistant. Yeah. Which made me... I bet she didn't last long. <laughs> no, obviously. So, she was if I was her, but... I would have seized the opportunity and, and then I would have taken that opportunity <laughs> to maybe slag you off to him a bit, knowing that he would be, um, you know, A receptive audience, yeah. yeah. exactly. I mean, what better opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> so she refused. Ooh. But I also thought, well, actually, I would happily do that for someone. I think yeah. that. Um, would, you, would you do that, Lizzie? I'd, me, do, I I'd do it for someone Lizzie who... would do it, everyone, just in case yeah. anyone has any business that uh, needs taken care of. I'd do it as a practical joke for someone who didn't want to split up with that person. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're all different. I'll tell you what I'd really like. If I a mean practical joke. If I a bit I could, high risk uh, as well. Yeah. In fact, I did, so it, uh, I did it to uh, Boris Johnson this week. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute right. Um, we've had a Trumpton update. Oh, yeah. You were talking about the lady with the dogs. Do you this remember? is Honeyman. Miss Lovelace oh. and the dogs Mitzi, Daphne and Lulu. Wow. Who was Miss Honeyman then? Well, it sounds like oh, someone I else think from she sold, I think she sold the flowers in one of those programs. Okay. I don't know what any of this conversation is about. <laughs> okay, well, just stay out of it then. <laughs> just tell us best what menial in. task you what you would have. Yeah, done. you do the menial stuff, okay? I no, would... no, it's, you want someone else to do the menial. I'm okay. really happy to have people do menial tasks like loads of them. I, uh, you know, there's a book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, where I've, apparently I've you're supposed you. to do your own motorcycle maintenance yeah. and get a lot of. Oh, I thought, thought you were going to say you got someone to read it to you. <laughs> it was a very, <laughs> um, it was the student book of the seventies. It yeah. was, I yeah. Would yeah. Say. yeah, yeah. Have you read it? No, it's a self-help, is it? Mm. No, I think it's sort of. Uh, I think it's philosophy smuggled in through some story about yeah. motorcycling. I think it's a self-help. I don't yeah. think it is. I don't Alan's think it's looking shifty. <laughs> I've never read it. Oh, OK. Um, but oh, I have well, recently... But you're happy to strongly tell me it isn't a self-help. No, I'm not. I haven't read it either. I said I think Who's it's read it? philosophy. Nobody's read it, OK? Nobody's read Probably it. Everyone just a bought manual. it and sat it on Somebody's there. buying it, is all anyway, I'm saying. last week I needed to change the battery on my motorcycle because I hadn't used oh. it. And I texted the guy who taught me to motorcycle. Who's well, it's battery operated. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's got a battery in it to start it. You're like my oh, evil okay. evil like, toy. Cars have batteries as well, Frank. <laughs> I know I'm the motoring correspondent, but yeah. this is entry level. I didn't. Stuff. I don't ever think of motorbikes. As yeah, they have no. a battery and a fuel bit. <laughs> I'm not an expert. When you buy but this them, are, ba- are batteries included? <laughs> yeah, yeah, batteries are included. Oh, the Christmas Day disappointment when <laughs> they you find out you can't drive it. They do go flat through misuse or through lack of Don't use, rather. And, uh, <laughs> and I hadn't used it. So I sent a message to my instructor saying, oh, God, I need to get the battery changed or I need to change the battery. 
um, for the dealership, blah, blah, blah. Just a mm. boring message. Mm. And he sent me a reply saying, so I read your text like this. If you let a comedian change the battery, ultimately the NHS will foot the bill. Can you come and put the new battery on for me at 2pm this afternoon? So he came oh. and did it for me. Oh. I mean, way, way too qualified Lovely. to come and change. And he did it really thoroughly. I bet he did. In a way yeah, that I, I would not. <laughs> and it, it involved removing like eight or I ten screws and then straight. putting them back. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. Well, he would okay. be. And I didn't okay. I didn't lift a finger. Did I, you? Um, I made a tea. Did you get him a drink? I made a tea and did give you, him did you, put, did you put a tenner in his, force a tenner in his pocket? No. Get him wouldn't, anything? He wouldn't. Take. I gave him the money for well, the take it like, he yeah, like you had the chance to find out. <laughs> That's why Al likes, um, likes it when people wear those T-shirts with the narrow poche. Yeah, yeah. Because then the tenner doesn't quite fit oh, in there. Yeah, yeah. actually okay. he had bike gear with a lot of pockets on, but I didn't try. Oh, a lot of zips. I, yeah. um, I would like someone to come in and just... Tidy up a bit before the cleaner comes. It's a great idea. Because yeah. I end up doing that. Yeah. And it really annoys me. Yeah. In fact, there's sometimes you say, oh, she can't come this week. And I think, oh, brilliant. I don't have to do that tidy up before she comes. Yeah. The sort of, oh, this is how I normally live. I need a pre cleaner. Nah. Is yeah, what I need. That's exactly. Yeah, it. she's never seen how I actually live. <laughs> she well, wouldn't she come again. <laughs> I've already lost one to 007. <laughs> And that's not a house number. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I have to... Uh, that would be a very thorough street if there was a house number I, 007 <laughs> instead of just seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, street when that's I, got um, 100 houses on it. Yeah. When I broke... Uh, when I lived with um, uh, David Badil, the cleaner w- just wouldn't do my room. Oh, he just wouldn't even go in my room. It was so what, bad. What about David Badil? No, his room was much tidier, to be fair. Oh, lovely. Immaculate. Um, anyway, it's enough of wandering down memory lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all our yesterdays have lighted falls away to dusty death. It's a tale told find. by an idiot. It is a tale told by an idiot. Mm. Um, oh, so much, I was thinking of an example of that, but so many now on the telly. <laughs> so many. It's not, it's not even worth mentioning it. You can feel no. your own thing in. It's one of these ones I'm trapped at the end of a, a thing I don't feel like I can quite Oh, get is it, it, darling? You know, oh. you get trapped in a link. Oh, well, um, I can tell you that uh, somebody feels really helped. Oh, good. 165. Hi, Frank. Fascinating to hear the theory that skipping crawling affected your sense of direction. Both my son and I also went straight from sitting to walking and have a terrible sense of direction. Only yesterday, I took okay. a wrong turn trying to find an address and ended up coming out of a different lane near my son's school, having driven past this lane many times... I knew this was where I must be, but for the life of me, I couldn't visualise which way I should turn based on my normal direction of travel. You're not alone. Well, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. I am often alone, because often the people I'm meeting are somewhere else. <laughs> That's it, we're out. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, there's been some outrage on the internet this week. You'd- what? I've never heard of dog. I know. It's not normally a place people go for people outrage. Are so, when's the last time you were 
outraged. I don't think I've ever been outraged. I, I, what is it with people getting outraged? It's, it's very popular oh, now. It's oh, a real... It's, 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 uh, it's a people real love being outraged. It's the thing. It really is the thing. Could, yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt, Al, but we've just had some breaking outraged. news. Um, from Jane Mitchell, Frank, read Trumpton, breaking Trumpton news. Yeah. Mrs Honeyman was a Camberwick Green character. Okay. Is that Trumpton, Camberwick Green? It's all the same. Okay. She, um, and she was billed as the village gossip. There you ah, go. So okay. I don't think that is the flower seller. No, I'll stay the flower seller. Someone else can be village gossip. Yeah, she had very um, sort of quick music to suggest quick chatter, I remember. Oh, excellent. Okay. Still don't As know you what this chat's about. That's all right, darling. Well, neither do 80% of no. our listeners. No. Um, As you were. We were discussing Twitter outrage um, and, and other internet outrage. Yeah. Basically, a... Um, a female spectator at the US Open, tennis, uh, has gone viral after dipping chicken. She had like a, I suppose it's like a chicken dipper. It was a mm. nugget, I think they well, It looked like it. a big nugget. Um, and uh, and she dipped it in some Coca-Cola. Yeah, into a soft, Into a sugary soft drink. Yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> Not a, a BBQ sauce or a no. ketchup. It's Fast gone. Drink. It's, it's open... Um, Inverted commas gone viral. Close. It's inverted. gone viral. <laughs> sure, how much has gone viral? There's no other word for she it. She said it was a family tradition. Did she? Nice, oh, lovely. N- nice dad. Did <laughs> wear a baseball cap? Um, he advised it to cool down food oh, before you ate it. I think that's. Uh... Which I thought was fabulously American, though. That the uh, the sort of absence of um, delayed gratification. Yeah. Just. I- I can't wait for it to I remember Kath with Boss once. I remember um, she put these are my my family, my my uh, partner and child, and I think she put a boiled potato in a glass of water to cool it down in a restaurant. Really, I wasn't happy with that. <laughs> I don't know if she thought they were soluble, <laughs> but um, yes, I wasn't. I, I, to me, it just looks it's a sort of sweet and sour chicken. Do you think there was people looking across the restaurant going, God, that smoothie looks horrible. Yeah. yeah. Just I don't like think you <laughs> leave it in there. Oh, you mean that thing? Yeah. Someone's really messed up. It, it was like the worst I know kind of... everything these days. Like a Coke float. <laughs> <laughs> it was a boiled potato in a glass yeah. of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a sort of a supermodel's Coke float. Oh, we wouldn't yeah. have a potato then, no. of course. No. In so fact, a glass of water ridiculous. is a supermodel's Coke flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she... Um, she's a celebrity now. I mean, it's I a curious what, kind yeah. of fame. I bet she's on the next Strictly. But think of the beautiful grease-based rainbow that would have been left on the surface of that Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, yeah, it might have put me off drinking the Coca-Cola oh, more no, than eating the chicken. Looked, it would have been like a Yes album cover. <laughs> oh. Lovely swirling <laughs> colours. It would have been. I, I, my first thought when I saw this story was, I'd like to try that. Me too. See what it's well, I'm like. I'm glad that was your first thought. Yeah, absolutely. And then if that works, you could do. You know, I mean, to me, Everything. a chicken leg would have made more sense because it's got the handle on the end. It's begging yeah. to be dipped. It's like. Yeah. Like when Achilles was dipped in the sticks and Just held like by yes, the ankle. Yes. Just like that. I think that's what yeah. we all thought. Um, <laughs> and I will I will try it, but um, I might try it, you know, in a slight modification. Me too. Yeah. Like um, that leg of lamb that I'm going to oh, get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe just uh, put that in a Sprite. See yeah. how that goes. Nice. I think there's scope for um, development with it. Well, yeah. people put honey on gammon, don't they? You so do. It's not a million miles from lamb with Sprite. 
Yeah. I had an idea, by the way, the other day, a fast food. Food based fast idea. Fast food idea. I love your business yeah. ideas. You know, KFC have these. The um, yeah. KFC have people cashing in on the KFC craze. Oh, yeah. By calling themselves. Um, things like Southern Fried Chicken and yeah. Dixie Chicken and stuff. Yeah. And using chicken, the same yeah. colour scheme, hoping yeah. that people, well, I suppose people who can't read, will go in there <laughs> thinking, it's, <laughs> thinking it's the same shop yeah. and spend money in there. Yeah. They'll be slightly lured in, as you say. No, I mean, I'm not it, saying it's any better or worse, but it, it's not KFC. Well, yes, you are, enough. because we know you are a bit of a Colonel fan. Well, I am. But I haven't tried the, uh, you know, the Southern Fried and the okay. Dixie yeah. Chicken and all that. I mean, is it, is it, I don't know, it might be just the same. Southern but I have an idea. What about this for a shop name? McDonald's. Oh. Oh, shut up. Which oh, is he's so um, good at titles. Deliberately up titles. front, not McDonald's, but like all the same, McDonald's. all the same stuff, and maybe a bit cheaper. I wonder what if would you do. Sue. I wonder if what would sue. you do instead of the golden arches? You just do a W on it. You just turn and it upside the, the down. Fallen yeah. arches. The fallen arches underneath yeah. the arches. You know yeah, about the, fall, that. the fallen arches would be <laughs> perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd show that because it's actually a sort of a <laughs> foot condition. Yeah, it is. Not you don't want to go. Yeah, exactly. But oh, I love McDonald's. I think McDonald's has got a future. I really yes. do. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, following on from your McDonald's concept. Yes. We've had some other suggestions. Well, they're not suggestions, they're existing Let's call them cheeky little restaurants. Dougie Love has been in touch to say there's a shop in Stockport called... And they called him Dougie, Dougie Love. Shop in Stockport. Called... That's a pen name, Dougie Love. No, I, don't know. I believe it. Mr Love. Um, there's Mr. a shop Love in Stockport. <laughs> yeah, that's his first name. You know, there was a band leader called Jeff Love, I remember. All right, yeah. I remember him well. Uh, the shop in Stockport called McTucky's Fried Chicken. Wow. So they've had the best of both worlds, haven't they? That has got... That, yeah. It's a beautiful hybrid. Wow. I always, if, See, if I did a, a pretend McDonald's, it would be McDonald's. But I always thought, if I did my own KFC, it would be called Battery Hen. <laughs> And there'll oh, be a too, hyphen. Might put people off. It's too harsh. Yeah. Why? Because it's <laughs> battery, though. Nine nine five has said McDonald's could be next to Pretender Manger. <laughs> ah, oh. yeah. Good. I went with the French. He didn't like spell it. Right. What I just about no, put I, it on there? Well Thomas Burridge. Oh, has, yeah. I like him. He sounds like a sort of eighteenth-century novelist. <laughs> yeah, 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 he, he does. He? I like He's, him. Uh, interviewed by Buckley. <laughs> it... I'm, I'm disappointed he isn't Sir Thomas. <laughs> Thomas Burridge, your model, sir. <laughs> um, he recommends uh, McDonald's in Glasgow mm. for all your fried food slash pun needs. Yeah, that's <laughs> that their slogan. <laughs> <laughs> it really should be. Anyway, the bottom line is. The woman who dipped the chicken in the thing, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, what is cranberry sauce other than sort of thick Coke? Yeah. Um, you know, people have been putting sweet stuff on chicken for... Oh, since the old king died. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to us this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing you.
You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.